Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Climb aboard as we sail you into the land of true love and happily ever afters. That is We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters just love romance novels. This week, we have the ultimate ship, Piper Bellinger and Brendan Taggart from It Happened One Summer by Dirty Talk Queen Tessa Bailey. This listener suggestion and Allison's 2021 comfort read was the perfect midsummer dive for us as we traveled to the Pacific Northwest and read about the book version of Paris Hilton falling in love with bearded Henry Cavill. This book was a funny, sexy, heartwarming, good old Schitt's Creek AU fanfiction, and we loved every second of it. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We hope you enjoy the show as much as we enjoyed talking about the book. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Actually, I've gotten this out of my system. I wrote it at the top. What? So the, the birthday thing, just... Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> We're past it. She responded. We're good. But yeah, anyway, people, like, yeah, you might complain about, you know, Why not, face- can you get you should give the background first. You can't just like pop in with this. Like you gotta tell people what happened. People complain about Facebook. They're like the big baddie, right? However, the one thing you have to give Facebook is that in Facebook's heyday, everyone knew everyone's birthday no matter if you wanted to or not. So you know what would never have happened? You would never have accidentally called a friend about something unrelated in the middle of their birthday dinner, <laughs> which is something I fucking did. <gasps> oh and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, why is she picking? She's like, I'm at dinner, but I can talk. And I'm like, why? No. Like, why would you talk to me in the middle of dinner? Just like call me back later. And then I fucking realized – she, she was probably like, calling her. yeah, she was probably like, oh, just a quick happy birthday call. That's what, what you need to do is be in a group chat with anyone who you might like have contact with. So then everyone else in the group chat, will <laughs> anyone wish that I might have happy contact <laughs> with. See, I just put everyone's birthdays into my calendar now and I set a reminder. Yeah, I, I guess it's time I to do start that, doing that. I do that for your birthdays too. Like, I know oh, when yeah. your birthday is, but. Like, for example, I knew when dad's birthday was three years ago when I <laughs> forgot to wish him a happy birthday. It's always it's always like two days before the person's birthday. I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. that person's birthday is in two days. Make a mental note. Yeah. And then the day of, yeah. Completely forget about it on the day yeah. of. It's happened with dad. It's happened with like other friends. And like it's the next day and I'm like, shit, it's the person's birthday. <laughs> I like wake up. Yeah. But like that's one thing. Like it's one thing to just like forget and then be like a belated the next day. It's another thing to like contact them not only on the day of but like in the middle of. That's just bad luck. <sighs> that's just like the universe taking a shit on you. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> this Hey, this book that we're doing today, which is a listener suggestion, that is the earliest I have remembered to say that. I just would like that to be noted for the record. This book also has a lot of very awkward moments in which (laughs) our main character does some very awkward things. We'll have to make a poll of like what's worse, the like shots incident or what I did. (laughs) I feel like one is definitely worse, Rachel. (laughs) Which one? The shots incident. Okay, okay. 
interrupting someone's okay, okay. just to skip ahead all right no, wait, no, today, no let's save it let's save it. yeah okay today, it's, it's interesting. today, today we're, we're doing it happened one summer by tessa bailey which was my 2021 comfort read i love this book i wasn't as entrenched by it or not entrenched but like pulled in by it it as I was like the first the very first time I read it this time and I think that's just because I wasn't in like you know some, you, sometimes you just got to really be in the mood but then yeah. like the last like from the third act breakup on I was like I am living in this world I was so <laughs> it was like 1 a.m I was like I have work tomorrow but I am gonna finish this book tonight because I love everything about <laughs> this last part of the book See, I was really digging – like I – you, I when I read this book the first time like nine months ago, I knew – you had told me it was based on Schitt's Creek, but I didn't like remember that at the time when I read it. And like I was digging this book like so much more the second time around when I could like have those characters like in my head, you know, like I'm picturing like exactly what uh-huh. we were going for here. Like I'm picturing like – oh, you haven't seen Schitt's Creek, but like – I've um, seen – You've seen I, it? I am familiar with Schitt's Creek. I don't live under a fucking rock, Rachel. Whatever. I'm picturing like Alexis and Mud from the first season, basically. I know. Mud that's what like it a jolly is. Fisherman. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, it's which is literally. Great. And if they had a happy ending instead of Mud. Just yeah, like it's, a, it's, an, it's a Schitt's Creek AU is what this is. But speaking of people, I told you to come prepared for this. And if you didn't, I'm going to be very upset. There's going to be a movie for this. There's going to be a movie. It, the movie's been announced by the same people that did the Hating Game movie, but they haven't done the cast or anything yet. So oh, they're I just snapping we- up everything. Aren't they also oh, yeah. doing the fucking uh, – They're doing Spanish Love Spanish Deception. Spanish Love Deception. Yeah. I think there's one more. I don't have an answer, by the way. I, well, you <laughs> have – I'm excited to see yours. You have two hours to figure out answers. I don't know answers. that many famous people is the problem. You could say, have like- Googled black hair actor with beard, blonde-haired actress – Okay, so the first two names that popped into my head before you even said that were Taylor Swift and John Mayer, and that's not going to happen, so. Why not? I don't want it to. (laughs) A reunion for the century. No. (laughs) Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn in a wig. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah, fair enough. In the beginning, I do want to do a little flag. I don't know if it's a full-on trigger warning, but it's a little flag for content. Because it's something that I've seen Tessa Bailey discussed like about her books for not she wasn't doing the discussing people were discussing her books and I've seen it about all of her books and I definitely noticed it in this read and when I've read other books and that is she is very very leans very hard into like gender essentialism like she is constantly saying like his male anger his like he smelled like sweat and male and like his essentially male bedroom and it's like first of all if you're like well what does a man smell what do you mean male and sweat Tessa, what does that mean <laughs> what does a that man a smell girl, like <laughs> that was a girl phrase he, he surprised you understood <laughs> yes that, yeah. so and she just I definitely noticed it more with um like the man thing like what it means to be a manly man but um she does it for females things and like I I personally don't mind that. I like recognize it as it is, but I know that there have been people who are like, I can't enjoy her books because it has these elements. And so if that is something that makes you uncomfortable, this may not be the book for you and that's okay. So we start out with Brendan and Piper. Piper is Alexis from Schitt's Creek, if you have seen that. She is basically like a 
party girl heiress. Like who in like a, I don't know. I was trying to think like who in the real Paris world Hilton. is like that big. I guess Paris Hilton, but like Paris Hilton. Did Paris Hilton ever? I guess like Paris Hilton in a fictionalized world where she's like forced to rough it. Like that's never actually happened. That we well, know. there was I'm that sure TV show where it was her and Nicole Richie. Remember that old TV show where they had to like do menial jobs? <laughs> it was like a yeah. reality show. I just I forget what it was hard, called. Yeah, I just had such the a simple hard time life. That's what it thinking. was. Paris Hilton is that because like even when she I remember like in the 2000s like I remember when she like was you know supposed to be like that but for some reason something about her has always seemed so like sharp and intelligent you know like I would never have put her in that like airhead category whatever like well but category. Alexis like, always I mean, been very like I don't Alexis. know like strategic Alexis Piper Piper is not an airhead either she like puts no, on no. that act you but know? she's also and Paris not Hilton definitely put on the act of being an airhead. Yeah, Piper's not an airhead, but she's not she's not like a strategic, like almost cynical, like, you know, always has like a plan, you know. I don't know. That's just like my my like childhood impression. Well, maybe it's maybe it's the difference nowadays. in being raised by someone with new money and being raised in old money. Because Paris is old money. Like it's is like she? her great grandfather that's rich or whatever. Interesting. Whereas whereas Piper in this book is her stepdad is super rich, but he like you know quote unquote came from nothing. Like he like worked his way up in the movie industry. Sure, sure. No, so yeah, there's, I was there's like a different who, could, yeah. who they would be like in real life. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of influencers online that I don't know about. Like, um, uh, I don't know one of those one of those TikTok girlies that have really rich parents. That would be like the key. I feel like. Uh, what if Olivia Jade, <laughs> Lori Lachlan's oh, or, true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, daughters so. who were involved in the college admissions game, like those people. I just don't keep up with them. I think we just don't keep up with those people. I'm sure that they exist. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there See, are people listening to this who could list See, the irony is when you said that name, like, my first thought was like, oh, she's sporty, right? Like she's athletic. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 sport. That's what they want you to think. Okay, so Piper is a socialite. She's 28 years old. Her stepdad, Daniel, is a movie producer, and her mom, Maureen, sucks. And her Mm -hmm. and her sister, Hannah, were born in Westport, Washington, but they left when they were four and two years old to, like, move to Los Angeles because their dad died in a horrible fishing accident. A tragic fishing fight, fishing accident. What? (laughs) I'm trying to quote Zoolander. (laughs) And or... um, (laughs) We, our friend was recently fried in a tragic sun, fatal sunlight accident. Oh, <laughs> he did. <laughs> um, yeah, their dad, their dad died tragically at sea, and the mom, a grief-stricken mom took them and ran away. And so they've like grown up in Los Angeles, and that's really all they like remember. Mm-hmm. Her younger sister Hannah really likes music. That's like her whole personality is that she really likes music. I'm not saying that as like a criticism. I'm just like that's all there is to say. Yeah. And she has like a job. She has like a you know some sort of like low level movie job. But Piper doesn't work at all. She's I'm like going to be struggling not to say Alexis this entire time, <laughs> and I did not have that problem. Until the beginning of this episode, when I'm you went sorry. on, you're like, "I love shit screen because because I knit like <laughs> I don't know what flipped the switch, but I'm every sorry. time I want to say Piper, I want like my brain's like Alexis. Piper's at a party and no, she's no, no. like, "Oh yeah, it is a party." She, <laughs> she's she's a, her longest relationship ever, which is three weeks, um, is which, about to end. Which, Which I but. would judge her for if, like, my longest relationship wasn't, like, only two months. 
sure. But she's like, it's implied that she's like always kind of in a really like bouncing from like one to the next. Kind yeah. Of, she's know. not really in relate. Like she's like, yeah. she calls them relationships, but like they're not really. They're just like. Right. Because she's like, oh, what else is there besides like casual hookups? I'm like, that's not a relationship. Like anyway, yeah. her boyfriend Adrian um, is a total douche canoe and he's like. He's like, Piper, like, you're – you were basically, like, you were cool for a while, but there's, like, a million girls like you, so, like, peace, bye. And she's and, – and she, like, tries to, like, put a, like, happy spin on it, and then he's like, God, like, why are you forcing me to be an asshole? Like, okay, Adrian, like, like so you force you. Yeah. He <laughs> calls her just a way to pass the time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck you, Adrian. <laughs> but she also, like, she's looking around – at this party and she's like oh i'm gonna be irrelevant soon because i'm 28 and there's all these young people and like look at all their perky breasts i wrote that I, down i, I need boob tape and i was like can't relate i was like literally from the age of tw- there was never a point in my life in which i oh, had see, those boobs i was like I, I i also wrote that down for the opposite reason because she's like oh that girl like can't be a day over 19 like she certainly doesn't need boob tape i'm like all right like what is this implication that your boobs will like automatically sag at 28 like <laughs> They're coming for you, Rachel. Never, this like, year, the specter of saggy yeah. breasts is coming for you. Ooh. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure. Haunting you, stalking women, like approaching their 28th birthday. Just people like, I don't know, some like, I don't know, babushka, like being like, I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, like honestly, like whatever. Like I, I don't even have like enough to sag. <laughs> that would be the main Anyway, issue. yeah, I flagged anyway. that and I was like, yeah, can't relate to that I've never never been the case for me I've been 28 my whole life I guess since since puberty (laughs) Um, so basically she Piper spirals and she's like what can I do to like basically prove that I'm still cool and like get Adrian's attention again and she's like you know what this is perfect. I'll throw an illegal – I'll break into a hotel and throw an illegal rooftop pool party. She calls her friend Kirby, who is a total bitch. And Kirby's like – Well, that's the thing. Well, let's get to that. But like they they throw the party and then they end up getting arrested because like too many people show up. Yeah, and Kirby touts. Like Kirby narks the police. And what I really appreciate about this book is that that is never treated – it's always treated as unambiguously like a terrible thing to do. Like there's no (laughs) like, oh, well, they did break the law. So like it makes sense that, you know, it's the truth. Like no, no, no. At zero tolerance for snitching in this book, which I appreciate. Also, (laughs) zero tolerance to um, unsupervised speaking to the the police. We've spoken about this before. Never speak to the police without a lawyer present my dudes that's like that's police interaction 101 and i understand that there are a lot of complexities to that and that like we're very privileged as white women talking about this but lawyer don't just casually talk to the police right like this definitely applies to kirby like who we don't know is white but is definitely very rich like Like, kirby why are you (laughs) yeah why are you we do like get kirby you're rich you have a lawyer yeah go just be like i i'm not no don't say anything. You have to say, I-, I want a lawyer. It doesn't, you can't just stay silent, unfortunately. Anyway, um, so Piper ends up in jail. She makes friends with the guards. Yeah, she like bonds with her. She's like, wow, those pants are so ugly. And the guard is like, I know. <laughs> yeah, who's playing Candy Crush, which reminded me of like the can. If, if you don't know, if you want unlimited lives on Candy Crush, just change your phone time to like a few hours in the future. Like, yes, eventually it will get to like a month out, but that's fine because like who cares? You can just keep changing it. And also like in my experience, one day it just magically goes back to like being fine, like not being a million years in the future. So 
them. This is why you don't remember people's birthdays is because you're you're living in like 2003. No, no, no. You change it back when you're not playing. Uh Also, I would recommend putting your phone on airplane mode, though, when you do it specifically so that you don't get texts because then the texts will be like in the, from the future so like you'll never get you won't get notifications for like older texts very annoying however um she lets her out and then her sister hannah comes to bail her out and piper's like oh well like this will be fine right and Hannah's like no daniel their dad is really mad and he expressly told me not to bail you out which i was like Dan- strike one daniel daniel right. doesn't well, have doesn't as many strikes that, yeah. as maureen but right. Well, Daniel yeah. still has some strikes. I have a bone to pick sure. with Daniel as well for as sure. Maureen. Yeah. Sure. So they go back and they get, you know, a lecture. They get chewed out. And Daniel is basically like, um, yeah, you're like the same thing that her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend Adrian said. She's like, you're a waste of space. And like, maybe See, it's mean, my fault. not that mean. <laughs> well, he kind but of is. He's kind like, of mean, yeah. He's like, I love your mother very much. I don't think I would have been that patient, this patient for yes! so long. I'm like, yes! all right, so okay. you don't love them? Like, okay. Let me just. Okay, he has adopted them. They took his last name. Okay, they don't right. have their birth dad's last name. Right. They took his last name. He legally adopted them. He has raised them since they were four and two years old. And he has the audacity. Like, I feel like this whole book, he's constantly treating them as if they're like the annoying step, like yeah. stepkids yeah. that his new wife brought along sure. instead of like his actual, like he is their father unambiguously no 100 percent. but what i will say like yes there's that angle of it but i also feel like i don't know like at least, i guess i don't i don't have that much experience with what like mean and not mean step parents are actually like but i feel like the ability to like actually be strict with and like discipline you know like say sort of the harsh truth like that is something that would come more with like being an actual parent versus like the stepfather who's just like you know tiptoeing around and like just kind of being you know no I understand that. For me, it's not necessarily that he's that mean because like – I mean, first of all, like listen, Piper deserves to be chewed out here. Like I'm not making excuses for her. Like she literally smashed glass to get into this hotel. Like she's fully breaking and entered. Like she deserves to be like have some sort of punishment. But it's not even the mean things for me. It's just the fact that like every time they interact, it is like abundantly clear that he does not give a shit about them. And the only reason he interacts with them is because he's married to their mom. Like later on the book, he just like, he like is like constantly like putting them like 10th, not even second, putting them like all the way down at the bottom of his priority list. Yeah. He just doesn't seem like he doesn't act like he's their actual dad, even though he is their dad for all intents and purposes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, they definitely you know. like think of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but they call him Daniel. They don't even call that's him true. dad. They call him Daniel. That's true, which is weird. Why do the they? Because you would Daniel. think Maureen would have been like totally fine with, you know, she's like moving on. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And even I if know. they don't call him dad, they could call him like, I don't know, fought, like some sort of other, like if dad was reserved for their birth dad, like they could call him something else. And the fact yeah. that they don't is very Talk. odd. It's very it is. Odd. And the other thing is that um, this hotel happens to be like one of Daniel's investors. So this can like jeopardize. He's a movie producer. So this could like jeopardize yeah. his next movie. So that's another element of it. But basically Daniel is like, yeah. So even though you guys have been of age for 10 and 8 years respectively, it just slipped my mind to give you the deed for this bar that your dad left you in Westport, which like seems illegal. And somehow. not even tell you about it. No. Like, it's, not, it's not even like I've just been managing it for you. I, you well, didn't even know it existed. No, no, but yeah. like at your request. Right, like, right. Right. They didn't know it existed. And that seems like very if it, minorly, very if not illegal. very illegal. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I get it. Like it wasn't really relevant to their lives, but like what? 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You've no, been keeping insane. property from them. That's insane. And, st- and it's and literally like stealing from them. So we've sort of hinted like Maureen, their mom, has not really – they never speak about their dad. Like they don't know anything about where they come from, like their dad, their dad's side of the family. They don't even know – they don't even know the name of the town they were born in. That's right. how much their mom has kept – just- insane now that you just said that like what you don't even know what's on your birth certificate yeah but (laughs) it's mostly on maureen but then daniel is like we don't talk about a lot about your past like i'll admit that's mostly because i'm selfish and i don't like reminders that your mom loves someone before me i'm like all right well that's like really shitty like it's shitty let's talk about maureen yeah so maureen shows up they're like oh mom can get us out of this and maureen's like no girls like you're gonna have to go maureen is basically like yeah, I didn't really fight Daniel this hard on this because I've I've this whole time been feeling kind of guilty for not telling you guys anything about Westport and they don't you even guys, know what their dad looks like. They don't yeah. they haven't even seen a picture. You guys like shoo shooing off to Westport to like discover your roots, that will make me feel less guilty. So there you go. Like off you go. Oh, some of the shit and you find out more shit about what Maureen oh, has done no later idea. on. And I was like, this woman should have spent the entire book groveling and she doesn't once she doesn't once and listen i understand i understand that she was grieving and she had two young kids and she didn't know what to do and that's hard but it's been it has been 24 years it has been a quarter of a century since your husband died you should have been talking about him a husband that she loved like it wasn't like oh that was a bad marriage i'm glad that he died Right. Like a husband who loved her daughters, who loved his daughters, who loved his kids, and his kids don't know anything about him because you were too sad. And she's so like, we find out later, like, Maureen is what they're all accusing Piper of being. So they're accusing Piper of being vapid and like vapid and like selfish and like obsessed with material things. And, but like Maureen, we found out like, Right now, like when Daniel's chewing them out, like she's at Pilates classes. Right. She also hires an interior decorator to come redo the house every, every year. year. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Insanity. And like all this. Other- and listen, listen, if you have the money for those things, I am not like in essence criticizing like doing those things, but it's just so hypocritical. Like, right. she, like Maureen is like, she's a full like LA wife. She's a housewife and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And like, if you have the money, like, like, fuck, like, that's my dream to, like, not have to work and just get to, like, spend someone yeah. else's money. That's wonderful. But, like, the fact that she – and and also just the nerve of her and Daniel to be, like, I don't know how you right. you ended up like this when it's, like, you raised them. I always get so frustrated when parents yeah. are, like, you're so spoiled, you're so horrible. And I'm, like, well, whose fault is that? Like, you right. raised them. And even Piper's, like, thinking about – she's, like, she's, like, well, my mom and Daniel, like, never encouraged me to, like, right. find a passion or, like – like learn a new skill or do anything and like they never told me like Daniel's criticizing her for not having ambition but like right I'm like listen I'm not fully blaming on the parents because Piper is a grown-ass woman and like if she if she wanted to she could have but just the nerve of Maureen and Daniel to be like right oh my god you're so terrible and not take any of the responsibility the majority of which is on their shoulders. And also, like, she has the very logical thought of, like, what was I supposed to do? Like, what's the point of, like, going out to make money? Like, I already have money. <laughs> like, yeah. And I mean, like, I, I, yeah. that's not the only point of, like, getting an education or doing things. But, like, yeah, they never encourage – like, it, yeah, it's just so – I mean, she has like committed a crime at this point, so it's like oh, a, it's a little. It's not as bad as like an Eve Brown, you know. But 
like, I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't hit anyone with a car. No one has been. No, injured. no, no. I mean, I mean, Eve hasn't committed a crime. I'm saying like, oh, 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 I'm saying the parents and Eve Brown are like more wor- like worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't. I don't. My vitriol against Daniel and Maureen has been bubbling since the first time I read this book, and I thought I was over it, and then I read this again, and it just like came roaring back. So it may sound as if I'm implying that Piper did nothing wrong and she did do something wrong and she does need a reality check like in in some ways. But I just want Maureen and Daniel to do a little bit of groveling, a little bit of self-reflection. Maureen just feels like a child, honestly. Like she doesn't feel like an adult person who like has the capability of like – living in the world like I don't know like being a mother like like Maureen you're super rich you couldn't have afforded therapy and maybe like got past these issues 15 right. years ago so you could like be a good mother whatever yeah okay anyway and so Maureen is also going to give them this like dramatic warning about how like the men in Westport are different than you're used to like they're different they're they'll they're they love the sea and like no matter what you want they'll choose the seas like watch out like basically watch out. Yeah. but still I'm going to send you there and like you know yeah. meet whoever you want yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have to they have to go there for three months and live like on their own, and like they're gonna live above the bar in like a tiny it's little unclear. room. Yeah, he's like, I'll give you a debit card to get you started, but then after that, you're on your own. So like, what were they supposed to do? Like, how are they supposed I think to make money? Supposed they don't really. They're supposed oh, okay. to budget. Like, I think that's what it is. It's like if you spend through the debit card, you need to get a job. But oh, one more thing about that, Daniel. They're they're like, you can't force me to go or whatever. They're like, and Daniel's like, I won't pay your legal fees if you don't go. So that's right, why right. Piper's like, oh, I have right. to go. And Hannah like is not being punished, but Hannah's like, I'm not like ditching my sister because I'm loyal and not a narc like the rest of you. And they go, and then he's like, I'm not paying your legal fees. And this just got me thinking. Not that the mom like would pay their legal fees if like she's in on this plan, but like, does the mom not have any money of her own? Like, does like I'm not talking about like, like just in turn like is she I don't know just the way it was phrased is that like Daniel controls the money and like she gets to spend like he loves her she gets to spend like whatever she wanted but like if she tried to pay her daughter's legal fees like what would happen? That's what I'm saying. Does she not have access to anything like, like free That's clear? Not- that's not the application. That's not the implication that I got from it. I had I got it as like it was you know it was like Daniel wanted to do this, but it was like a joint decision, and Maureen like didn't fight in that heart. You know they like wanted to present. No, like, I understand that, but I'm just thinking like if it were different, if Daniel was like I'm not paying your legal fees, and then Maureen was like No, I'm paying her legal fees, but like Maureen doesn't work, so like it's Daniel's income. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the dynamic is maybe like Daniel would be like No, it's not. It's my money. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't think of that, but I got those I don't vibes. know. I don't think so. yeah. <laughs> no, I think he would have like if she had done that, he probably would just would have been like, fine, well, I'm like not paying their rent or whatever, you know, like they live at home. Like she could yeah, or like I don't know. I don't know <laughs> they live at home. That's I also don't know. another thing. Like they live at home and she he's like, You have no ambition. Meanwhile, they still fucking live in their childhood bedrooms. Which again, we're both living at home right now. So I'm not judging that. But you're enabling this. Well, and it's not that Piper doesn't have like any independent source of income. Like she does, like she gets endorsements or whatever. Like yeah, we she find does, out like, the influencer end. things, right? And she is a verified Instagram account, so she is she is, which is very yeah, like wow, following. like Good look at you. that, homie. I told you she's Paris Hilton. That's uh, true. Yeah, it's like very impressive. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they roll up to Westport in an Uber because I guess it's like yeah, I guess it's driving. I don't know why. Yeah, and they have all their shit. And it's within driving distance of, of yeah Seattle and Los Angeles. No. Do they fly? How does Brendan get back? That's what I was thinking. How the fuck does Brendan get back to Los Angeles? How does Piper get back to Los Angeles at the end? 
Los Angeles is in Southern California. There is no way anywhere in Washington is like less than a day's drive away. We've driven that road, Rachel. I have quite a few questions. I know. You're right. I have quite a few questions about logistics then when we get to the end. I think they fly. I think they just fly. Piper's wearing a big floppy hat. They get out and they're in front of the bar. Except that the bar is just like this rundown, like literally no name. It's called no name because it has no name place. And they show up and it's just like full of locals because the locals have apparently like appropriated the bar as just like they're like hang out. They all like pitch in for beer. And the guy that Daniel was paying to take care of it is just like drunk in the corner. Like he has not been doing shit. He's just been taking the money, which is like, you know, very unethical, but like. I love Iconic. it. Like, like I, I too would do it. Like if no <laughs> one was coming, you know what I mean? Like it's been like 20 years mm-hmm. and nobody has once come to check on the bar. I too would slack off 100%. <laughs> and they show up and From one of those locals is Brendan. And he is grumpy man with beard and He's so grumpy. And he's immediately like, what the fuck are these bitches doing here? Like get the fuck out of my town. But and also he doesn't he's like hesitate. Immediately in love with her. Like, oh, for sure. Well, and he's so angry and so angry about it. He's like, what? He's Why am I looking so at her? It's like, he's like, I hate this. This person is making me feel emotions. I only have two emotions and now she's making me have three. Right. And that's like his big defining trait is that he's very into his routines. Once he like, once he commits to something, he does not change the course and like he doesn't try anything new. Like if he tries something, he's going to go all in like yeah. even if he hates it. And so going off of that theme, he is a widower. His wife died seven years ago, um, but he still wears his wedding ring. And we find out that, like, Henry Cross, Piper and Hannah's dad, is, like, a legend in this town. Like, somehow he's the last person from the town to die while hiding while hunting the almighty king crab. Yeah, they're all – the town is, like, fishing. Like, they hunt crabs right. and they also do, like, regular fishing. But, like, king crab fishing is, like, in the waters of Alaska. It's, like, one of the most dangerous jobs It's, like, the, the most dangerous. It has, like, a 1% mortality rate, which is just, like, insane that they haven't lost a Westport person in over two decades. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, but other people have died <laughs> from other – well, sure, but like, how many are there? Like, there's there are not that a lot of different, like, all the way up the coast of Washington, Canada, mm. and Alaska. There are definitely fishing towns all up there. There, are, the Russians too are mentioned well, at one yeah, point. Yeah, but we're not counting the Russians in our statistics in our like U.S. I know, but I'm saying, statistics. I'm saying like, there's definitely like quite a few. So like, it's sure. not okay. I mean, it's like rare, but it's not like totally wild. Okay, sure, sure. So he's like a legend. He's still remembered in the town. They walk in, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And they're like, "We're Henry Cross's daughters, bitches." Everyone but Brendan is like, "Oh my gosh, Henry Cross!" Like, wow. But Brendan's like, eh, like I Brendan's still hate like, them. How dare you come into our legal bar, even though you own it? <laughs> right? How dare you come here? Yeah, they're interrupt. like, it's actually, yeah. And someone's like, Henry's girl is sitting right here in his bar, and Brendan's like, our bar. Like, all right, Brendan. And Piper's like, not according to the deed, bitch. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like get finally. Out. Yeah, which means like, yeah, I can't believe they were robbed of that for twenty four years, whatever, and or whatever, eight, ten years. Yeah, you wanted them to make an income. Why don't you tell them about it when they were eighteen and be like, why don't you go run that bar? That'll be fun. So Brennan's like, fine, like I'll show you. They're like, we're gonna be staying in the apartment upstairs, and everyone's like, uh, like you won't even last the night. <laughs> yeah, he takes them up there, and he's like, for some reason, he was wary, wary of getting too close to her. He definitely didn't know, want to know what she smelled like. So <laughs> <laughs> also, all the guy they brought like eight suitcases, and all like the mm-hmm. men in the bar are like, I can carry your suitcase. What? Right. I can go get your suitcase, and they like pull them in, and like they're all like immediately in love with them because they're both super hot and brennan is like you're not allowed to be in love with 
Piper. Piper is mine. I definitely, that doesn't mean anything. But I love Piper. She's, I love her stupid floppy hat and her tiny lipstick purse. It's so stupid. Definitely doesn't mean anything. And also, like, when they're pointing at the custodian that's, like, drunk, Brendan is like, yeah, I mean, he sucks, but don't insult my lifelong friend. Like, I, I'm, he's, like, suddenly taking the custodian's side. <laughs> Classic. He's loyal. He's nothing if not loyal. Like, he's loyal. Yeah. Um, so he takes him upstairs. The place is a shithole, naturally. He does not manage not to smell Piper. I would like to emphasize that. He does smell her. <laughs> That's the sign. The grumpy man obsessed. Like at one point, he's got to like take a big sniff. Anthony Bridgerton does it. Brendan Taggart does it. And there's like mice and shit. And like it's really gross. Um, But they're like, you know what? We're going to fucking stay. And he's like, okay. Like I hope you know that everyone in town has a key for this place. Like there's and a the lock. the apartment but- doesn't have a lock. The apartment doesn't right. have a lock. And honestly, speaking of like the mice and that like, I mean, listen, health-wise good that they got rid of you know, the mice and the rats. But, like, mm-hmm. I kind of – part of me wanted them to, like, adopt a little, like, pet rat. Yeah, because Piper's <laughs> you know, like, like, what is – them. She's like, what is that, a mouse? Aren't they supposed to be cute? I'm like, they are fucking cute. Like, what, do you, what is this mouse slander, Piper? Like, they are cute. Rats are cute, too. Yeah, like, haven't you ever read Babysitter's Little Sister – Adventures in Babysitting, where <laughs> spin-off Karen, Karen has a pet rat named Emily Jr. Like that's, I feel like that's where I first was like, wait a second, these are fucking cute. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, there's no, it's no, there's no like junior person that she's named after. She's just she's like, just I like that. Like, I like having the junior at the end. Like, good. So yeah, so they make they make it the night, and next morning, Brendan, it's time for his weekly shop. This whole time, we think that. Brendan is married because he's wearing the wedding ring and like oh, at one right. point Piper tries to like flirt with him and then she sees right. the wedding ring and she's like oh like I'm gonna back off right and Brendan and like and and we don't like even like it's not even that like Brendan doesn't tell Piper it's that like the text doesn't tell us that he's not married mm-hmm. that he's like widowed until right. the next scene and I remember first reading this and I was like Tessa you best not be able like you best not right. be about to like make me fall in love with a married man romance because I'm gonna be really fucking pissed and I like had to go to the Goodreads reviews and find like someone how who common called him a are those how common are those I've like, never it's come like across the one. cheating no but like well I know I avoid them at all costs they're in the same the places where I've seen them I've not read them because I hate them but the places where I see them most often are in that same category. Like, you know how I said the, like, Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover? Was yeah. Like, got punch got romance. Punched, like, yeah. those kind of, like, usually independent published, like, that area. So the people who get together are the cheating people or the person cheats and then they end up getting with their spouse? Marriage and trouble. I don't know. I don't read them. It's not usually a merit, like – I just can't imagine. I guess, like, we get, like, a fucking, like, Jane Eyre type situation, I guess. Yeah, but even Mr. Rochester sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But, like, a situation where, like, the spouse is, like, incapacitated, you know, just, like, not – I don't know. Where, I like, don't see somehow- it that often, but I was like, Tessa. Um, anyway, he's time. it's time for his weekly grocery shop. And he's like, I like coming early because it means I don't have to talk to anyone. And I can – I don't even need a list because I know I get the exact same things every time. Which, honestly, I relate to. Like, as someone who has eaten nothing but, like – Oh, for sure. Spaghetti, mushrooms, spinach, <laughs> and ragu sauce for the last two years and who made it so frequently before then, like like as far back as college that like when I made it here at this apartment and my friend who like owns this apartment like was here for a weekend, she was like, oh, like Allison's making her pasta. It's like Allison's pasta did. Like <laughs> I'm known for eating 
Yes. So I can fully like I get the same thing at the grocery store every time and it works and it's delicious. Didn't we do it with the for the burrata? Wasn't that how this started? And then we ditched the burrata. I had already been making Mm -hmm. it and I suggested we made it and then you were like, let's add burrata. Burrata or burrata is another one of those words that I don't really know how it's supposed to come out of my mouth, like Alistair. I've gotten better with Alistair, but like I feel obnoxious rolling the R, but like I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it. When you say burrata, you got to do the like like, fingers pinched together like the Italian. I can say it like for the meme, like when we would be like burrata, like, you know, like in the early days of the pandemic, but I don't know how to say it in like casual conversation. Brendan does not eat burrata, by the way. Just would like to clarify that. He would never eat anything that fancy. And around, he's like rounding an aisle and he hears it. He's like, oh my (laughs) fucking God. Hey, Siri. How do I make dinner? No, what should I make only for two dinner? Ingredi- yeah, what should I make for dinner? And then she's With like, two Siri? ingredients. <laughs> what is tarragon? <laughs> oh my god, my Siri's answering. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, what does Siri say you should make for dinner? Oh, I don't know. I, I, but, hey Siri, what should I make for dinner with two ingredients? I can make Parmesan thyme crisps. I can make mousse de dolce de leche repostero. All of those things make sound like they have more two than two ingredient, ingredients. Two ingredient ice cream bread. Mmm. Interesting. <laughs> Intriguing. Yeah. Anyway, Piper is very lost. And frankly, like, Brendan, just this whole time, like, he's just being a dick for no reason. He's being a dick because he's oh, yeah. grumpy and he's in love with her and he's mad about it. But I'm like, F, like, Everybody else is cool with her, Brendan. Like, why you got to be, like, such a dick? But he's also, like, he's both being a dick, but also, like, sidling closer so he can get another sniff. (laughs) He's like, I can't resist. She's like, you don't have to make me feel like I don't belong. Like, I already know I don't belong, even with people I know. And he's like, she's so pretty and funny. Like, that must be a joke. She could belong anywhere, couldn't she? Just not here. Just not here. She can't belong here. She can't belong here. She can't belong here. And then she's like, she says this little zinger where she's like, you obviously love this place. Why don't you try being a better representation of it? And Brendan is like, yeah. he's literally, it's like he's been punched in the fucking face. He's like, oh yeah, like my God. Like, like what a way. Like Piper's like, I know exactly how to undermine this man and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And Brendan is like, God, and now I'm a little bit horny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So she's basically like, I'm here to like make dinner for my sister to thank her for coming with us, which like, why would that? I don't know. Like it's a nice gesture, but also it's like what a weird way to like just thank someone for doing something nice for you to like try to cook for them when you literally don't even know what tarragon is. <laughs> like I don't know. It's the thought that counts. I mean, I don't really know what tarragon – like tarragon is like an herb, but I don't know anything more about it. Yeah. I guess just like personally for me, I would just like, like a nice like Linda's fudge cake slice from the Cheesecake Factory. Like that would do it for me personally. <laughs> there's a Cheesecake Factory near Westport, Washington? Which is a real place, by the way. Oh, really? Interesting. I thought the whole first time I was reading this, I I was like convinced that it wasn't real. Made up. And then Tessa Bailey posted on her Instagram like a month ago, like or two months ago, because Hannah's book came out this year. Yeah. And she like went to Westport and like did a signing and like like went wow. there for like a week. And I was like, it's real? Because I swear to God, I Googled it. When I first read this book and Google told me that it wasn't real, but it is real. It's called Westport Maybe and it's real. It. Is, it a, is it a real fishing village? Yes. Yes. I mean, I guess and even like port. later on, Piper and Hannah go to a winery and like that's there too with a little Instagram yeah. wall. Like it's fully based – it's oh, fully wow. rooted in this real Are town. Are they film it there? I don't think? know. Probably not. It's probably too expensive, honestly. They'll probably film it somewhere in British Columbia like they always do. 
yeah, wow, we should go to Westport. That's like the next trip. Wow, but she she was she saw she like she saw a forks and she was like, I know what the goal is here. Yeah, like that's what happened. Yeah, for sure. My problem is so I mean, forks Twilight obviously has the mushroom ravioli, which is delicious that mm-hmm. you can go like to that area and visit. But the only sort of like defined meal in this book is fish and chips. And I fucking hate mm-hmm. fish and chips. I do like fish and chips, but I don't eat fish. So I would just like to note this entire time, Piper is wearing a sequin jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't own a pair of jeans. <laughs> but it just makes me picture – I don't know if you're, you're like familiar with this meme, but like – so the Taylor Swift wore a sequin jumpsuit for something and – for like a day, like a few months ago or a year ago, when you Googled Taylor Swift, like the picture that came up on Wikipedia was this like – so there's the song Mirrorball. It was like her in the jumpsuit but like shrunk down to be like a disco ball, like around <laughs> like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Um, so that's what I'm picturing like every time. With Piper? I'm picturing the the sequin jumpsuit from um, The Lost City that Sandra Bullock wears. So also another thing that's concerning about the scene is that Brendan puts rice in his cart, but it's in a box. Like it's a box of rice and I just have a lot of questions that I don't really want answered uh, with that. Finally, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm being a dick. So he helps her pick out things for dinner. He like gets her – he like, you know, gets her ground beef and like pasta sauce and like pasta. And I was like, bro, two ingredients, pasta, ragu. Don't add right. beef and complicate things. Like that's right. what causes all the problems. And garlic, <laughs> like yeah, for sure. Um, and she also has like lima beans and apple cider vinegar in her cart. This whole time. Yeah, she just puts random things in. And also at one point she's like, oh, I feel sorry for your wife. Oh, and this yeah. is when he finally admits that his wife is dead. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I, I mean, you didn't know. <laughs> he very purposely didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, but it's like that's like, it's like one of those things that it's like. It's, yeah. yeah. No, it, I mean, it's definitely embarrassing, but like. He also tells her that there's a memorial to their dad down by the water. And he tells her like other things. He, she's like, all right, like I guess I'll see you around maybe. And he's like – it wasn't like he was eager to see her face or anything. She's like, fine, nothing more to say. And then they just like stand there staring at each other for a few seconds. Like I, I enjoyed that. Like, it took him another <laughs> couple seconds just to get moving. I just love that imagery. I, the tense like sexual attention staring like at each other. An inch apart. Yeah. So <laughs> Brendan's off to sea and Piper and Hannah are going to explore the town. They go to the memorial and Piper like feels guilty for not feeling anything at first. She says like, am I too shallow to feel connected to our father? And I was like, Maureen, <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> and so through like some interactions with like townies slash like NPCs, she finds out like exactly how her father died, which she never knew before. But one of the people is like, yeah, like. Um, poor Henry, like he got swept off by a wave, and like she even- finds this out from Mick. Oh, Mick. Okay, Mick, which is Brendan's father-in-law, and also Henry's um, friend. Like he was, and he was like yeah. a captain on the boat yes, when yes. Henry died. But even so, so even though Piper and Brendan like aren't together, she's already like starting to feel worried about him on the water, basically. Yeah. So Mick was the captain of the boat, and he was like there when when their dad died, when Henry Cross died. I didn't think he was captain at that time. Yes, he was. He was like, I was in the wheelhouse when I saw, like, I saw the wave take him. They would have been so young. There's no way no, he was already- Oh, no, because he specifically says, I didn't notice this the first time. He specifically says that oh, it was no. on the Della Ray, mm-hmm. which is the name of Brendan's boat, no, which he true. got from Mick. He was made the captain of that boat. Mick gave him the boat, which is named after Mick's wife. And I just realized that Brendan's boat is the same fucking boat that Piper's dad died on. Wow. And that's I never, never acknowledged. That. That's, no one ever thinks of that. It's like <laughs> Mick's fault too kind of thing. Like Mick is 
obviously grief. I don't know. Like, I don't think it's Mick's fault. Like, I, I mean, it's a very, very dangerous job. You're in the fucking like freezing, yeah, like Bering Sea waters. Out, like, the captain is the one who has like the ability to, you know, the safety procedures and like to make sure everything goes to plan and like staying. That's why Brendan's so into his routine. Sure. Yeah, but Brendan's also like there's a lot. There's a lot more safety equipment. They're building boats differently. There's more like technology that allows us to keep people safe. The only reason that I think the Delray could not like he might not have been the captain at that time is because we we have this like running theme of like marrying into the boating like nepotism sort of thing so like you know <laughs> uh brendan married desiree which is mick's daughter because like mick wanted them to get together so maybe like mick married Della ray like and got the boat from her dad because like her dad wanted them to be together or something like who knows Maybe. Either way, Brendan's boat is is the boat that yeah, Piper's dad died on, and it's wow. never acknowledged. <laughs> and then he's like, Mick is like, oh, have you gone to see Opal yet? And Piper's like, I literally yeah. have no fucking clue who Opal is, but I'm not going to ask because I've already embarrassed, embarrassed myself today. And Mick gives her the address. And yeah, everyone's constantly like, oh, have you gone to see Opal? And I, like, she's surprised like, who the fuck is Opal? No. Yeah. So that's like the big, yeah. And then Mick... <gasps> Mick invites her. He specifically he invites her to a party where a bunch of the locals oh. are hanging out this Friday. Mick invites her. He calls it a party. And oh listener, it is not a party. And I was like, Mick, why the fuck would you phrase it like that? Okay, because I was questioning. I, I remember the first time I read this. And this time, like when that scene happens, I remember being like, wait, when the fuck did we know this was happening? And I like went back and like re-listened and it's not mentioned ever. So I just thought the Piper was like crashing it. No. But so she's invited. Wait, so the Mick she- invites her to a party. He calls okay, it a party. Wait, so Piper wait. thinks it's just a gathering. Wait, then I don't think Piper is in the wrong at all. No. Oh, no, she's not. Well, it's you were saying that was worse. I don't think that's worse then because she was invited. I thought she was no, crashing. I'm just saying in terms of embarrassment, in terms of embarrassment, it's worse. I don't think so because she was invited. Like she wasn't like, – She was she invited. In it's called, so what happens so, – Spoiler we, what alert. Yes. Yeah, she crashes the party that Mick has invited her to. is actually his daughter's annual memorial party right. in like the basement of the local bar. and. Yeah. Piper shows up there with like shots and is like, why the long faces? Like everybody do a shot. Yeah. And then like realizes memorial dinner and she's like, oh my God, I'm so horrible. And I'm like, Mick (laughs) fucking set you up. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you, why would you invite this random person also to your daughter's memorial dinner? Like she didn't know your daughter. What? Right. It's weird. And also like, well, at this point, Mick has no reason to dislike Piper. If anything, like they should, you know, I feel like now that I just thought of it, like a great parallel, a great, like, it would have been great if Mick was like sort of a surrogate, like Mick lost his daughter and Piper lost her dad who was Mick's friend. So it would have made sense for Mick to sort of like, I don't know, like take her under his wing sort of thing. Yeah, but not really because Piper then is like gets with his daughters. Oh, I know. I know. But at this point, like he doesn't find that out until like quite a while from now. So anyway, fuck Mick. (laughs) Wow, Mick. So Piper's going to try to cook and we have a little um, meat brain mishap. <laughs> yeah. she has, I would like to know she has trouble lighting the gas stoves. And once again, I would like to emphasize how much gas stoves suck we and do. how much they need to be removed from all kitchens. Induction Carry for the on. win, baby. Yeah. And yeah, a, a fire ensues. Piper's <laughs> 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 like, I have reflex. She like threw the spatula at it. <laughs> like, that would do anything. No. Piper's very brave. Probably I don't think I would be able to do this. She like covers it and like runs it down the stairs and outside so that it doesn't burn the whole place down. 
Um, and it causes like quite a hullabaloo across who's across the street, but Brendan having his weekly fish and chips dinner with his BFF Fox. Um, and Brendan orders the same thing off the menu every time. And he sees Piper like run outside and he comes out and like starts yelling at her because he's like, so he's like, oh my God, like she's endangering herself. Like, I can't believe this. And like, it comes out expressed as like mean anger. Yeah. But also like he, he like runs her, he puts it out with a fire extinguisher and then he immediately checks if he's okay. He like grabs her hands. He's like, oh my God, did she burn herself? Is she, has her perfect (laughs) beautiful skin been tarnished by this fire? Like, is she all right? (laughs) Yes. Um, and then Hannah like sticks up for Piper and she's like, you are like such a bully. Like get the fuck out of here. And she's like, fuck off, Brendan. Fox, I just met you. You can fuck off too. (laughs) Like all of y'all can fuck off. And Brendan is like, no, no, I, uh, I, 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 people think I'm mean. What? Right. Like, oh, what the, my, un- what is this emotion that I'm feeling? Am I coming down <laughs> with the flu? <laughs> oh my God. And then he apologizes like immediately. He's like, Piper, like, I'm sorry for yelling at you. It's because I was worried at you. I won't do it again. Like, whatever. Um, and something we forgot to say is that while they were having their, like, Brendan Fox dinner, Brendan is, like – so Fox is, like, a player. Like, he's, like, really good yeah. looking. He's, like, into the ladies, whatever. And Brendan's, like, oh, it's never annoyed me, like, how popular with women he is before. Like, you always have that stupid dimple. And then, like, abruptly he's just, like, yeah, you know those do girls? Like, don't go sniffing around the older one, Piper. <laughs> and don't ask me to explain why either. I will not like, explain. Her. Yeah. And Fox, and Fox like, is, like, yeah. oh, my God, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, so Fox then Fox like takes Hannah to the record shop because again her personality trait is that she likes music Mm -hmm. and to give like Piper and Brendan some alone time and Brendan at this point is like he's he's like oh my god like I clearly I'm like super into Piper but like I still feel guilty about my wife and like I should stay away from her like she's only here for three months she's all wrong for me and then he's like maybe I should just avoid this part of town for three months but then he's like, but no, I can't allow her to think poorly of me. Like, if I leave, I cannot redeem myself in her eyes. Maybe I should ask instead of demand that she come and eat dinner with me right now because she burned hers. A novel concept. <laughs> but then he still is like, go in there and eat it. Like, go eat it right now. Like, please take my food. But please that's when he has the thought. He's like, and he's like, I mean, yeah. will you come and eat with me? <laughs> And does like that awkward like oh like I can't yeah beast yeah. when he does when he tries she's yeah. trying to do the smile and it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they go in and he gives her the fish and chips and then like she's like not eating that much he like nudges her like fork hand into action he's like eat and like are, are and he's like he's like I kind of like that she's eating the fish that I caught. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's inside her now. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and she's like, why are, like, aren't you hungry? Like, why aren't you eating? Like, you, could, you should eat, like, Fox's thing. And he's like, no, it's the pot pie. And she's like, okay, it's pot pie. Like, do you not like pot pie? And he's like, I have never tried pot pie. <laughs> and then, and then like, I forget what she says, but he laughs. And then he looks around and notices that half the people in the restaurant are staring at him. <laughs> like, they're, like, so shocked. <laughs> He's such a grumpy man. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so he tries the pot pie 
He's like, listen, if I try it and I don't like it, like I'm going to have to finish it because I don't start things and not finish them. She's like, she's like, oh, just try it. And like she finishes eating and he's like, no, don't leave. Fine. I'll try the pot pie. And then he right. like tries the pot pie and he's like, I don't like it. But then just yeah. continues to like miserably oh. eat it throughout. Horrible. <laughs> he's like the watery gravy. Yeah. It's like, it's horrible. But also Piper is talking to me. So it's worth it, I guess. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was just like his personality. So... They, like, have a little, like, debrief. Yeah. Where she's like, what do you think? I'm just some, like, rich, spoiled brat. And he's like, don't put words in my mouth. You're already making me eat this goddamn pie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Brendan, just don't eat the pie. It's okay. Right. I feel like that's along the same lines as, like, you can't leave any, like, when you can't leave any food on your plate. Leftovers on your plate because your parents are always, like, finish your plate. Like, yeah. I feel like I have that a little bit or like a scarcity mindset. I'm like, if I don't eat all this now, like I could never have this ever again. Like right, this could right. be my last opportunity to eat this. But like applying that to things you don't even like or that taste bad. Yeah, no, that's that's too much. <laughs> it's like a more extreme end no, of I'm the like, spectrum. No, I'm like the exact opposite end of the spectrum where like I will try a tiny bit of everything no matter how wasteful it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're a little of- nibbler. You like go around like a little mouse. You're the rat in the family. <laughs> hey, rats are cute. cute. We just established that. <laughs> you, are you a mole from Disney? Like, is this what you are? The mouse uh, no, is coming for not. us. Yeah. We've ta- we've disparaged them one too many times on our podcast. Yeah, be careful. Like you know, oh my God. The mouse. <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. What squeak, is that? Squeak, 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 squeak. It's psycho. Oh, oh, no, no. But specifically with the mouse. Is that not like a thing? Like where it's the mouse is like. Oh, the mouse. I think that's just like a common. I don't know whether it's specifically SNL. Oh, the squeak. Oh, I don't know. So the next morning, they wake up. Wait, wait. She tells him, wait, she tells him um, why she's in Westport. Like, she tells, she's like, yeah, like, Mm. I fucked up. I did the big party. We have a big confession. And then she's like, you don't like me. And he's like, she's like, most people like me. And he's like, that's because you flirt. And she's like, yeah, you threw off my flirting groove. So now I can't flirt with you. Like now, like I can't turn I it back on to you. And he's like, no, flirt with no. me. <laughs> his, so his biggest, no, no, his biggest takeaway for confession about the party is like, oh my fucking God, like Piper throwing a naked party. <laughs> like, that's the imagery I have in my head now. Like, thanks. <laughs> he's like, God damn it. I'm going to masturbate to this tonight, aren't I? <laughs> Um, so the next morning, so there, Piper and Hannah are sleeping on bunk beds. So Piper like wakes up in the middle of like a bad dream about the mouse king, and, like <laughs> whacks her little head on the upper bunk, and then she answers the door like, and it's it's Brendan, like he's been like knocking on the and door, and she's she's wearing her PJs, which are just a pair of white cotton underwear and a tight tank top, and Brendan loses his ever loving mind. Oh my God. <laughs> this, he's like what like he has two his yeah. he brendan has more than two brain cells but all of them have vacated the vicinity when yeah, piper comes like, to answer yeah. the door they're off on the boat they're off fishing yeah <laughs> yeah they've taken a th- they've gone king crab fishing they're gone for the next three weeks he's there with his toolkit and he's like i came to put change the locks on your door because I saw you had do- done it yet even though you had two days two whole days <laughs> like sorry stern Certain brunch daddy ish. So yeah, he's already he's already changed the door downstairs. Like he didn't he did not wait to ask them. He's just no. like, I've changed the door. Here is the key. You're welcome. Now I'm gonna do right. this door. Again, not asking, I'm telling. <laughs> right. And also here, take mix number 
just in case you need anything while I'm off on the boat. Yeah. Also, and then he's like, why do you have a bruise on your forehead? She's like, oh, I keep hitting my forehead like on the thing. And he's like, well, that can't, that can't be allowed. You'll yeah. see how he fixes oh it God. later. And he also brings them three takeout menus, like just in case they need to like eat things while he's gone. He's like, I went ahead and circled what I get every time. So you'll know the best dish. <laughs> she's like, okay, aka the only thing you've ever fucking tried. But then later on, she's like, I've been like, you're right. Like all the takeout, like those dishes are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's also like, Piper's like, does he want to be friends? Because like, obviously he doesn't want me to flirt with him. And she's like, I don't understand. And then like, I think at the end of this conversation, she's like, are we friends? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> he's like, stomps no. down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and so Brendan like goes to his boat and while he still has so they don't have cell service on the water but like while he still has service he downloads Instagram because oh because um, he was like oh why are you naked or something when she answered the door he gets embarrassed and she like puts a pillow over she's like yeah she was like this is like me and half my Instagram pictures like what are you talking about and he's like wait a second like there's more of this so he downloads Instagram (laughs) like (laughs) yeah and we have his like little his crew is like helping him with this because he's like it won't let me just use my name. Yeah. And they're like, because there's like a fucking million Brendan Taggarts that have had Instagram since 2009. Like, what are you talking about? So he finally makes it and then he finds Piper and follows her and she's like the only person he's following. <laughs> and then he's like, let me like download these pictures. Like, so I'm like ready to go. Let me screenshot these so I can wake like, off like on the like, boat. Right. They're like teasing him. They're like, you're da- you downloading some pictures to keep you warm. And he's like, you can download – you can just download pictures on this? Like anyone can just download these he's pictures? Like, anyone could have these <laughs> And he's like – yeah. And he's also like – he's she's the only person he's following. He has not posted anything on the Instagram. Yeah. And he, they're like, don't follow her. Like don't let her know. But he's like already done it. And he's like, oh, no. Should right. I unfollow her? And they're like, no. Then you'll look – creep like right. don't do, like oh my god and then but then as he's scrolling through he feels like bad slash like embarrassed because he thinks that he's like too poor slash grungy for her he's like oh she's from like another world of like no i don't think it's wealth and poor. Mid- it's like yeah like too unrefined well, he's or like well he's like i can't yeah. provide her with this cut like he's brenda's not right. poor but he's not like daniel rich you know what i mean uh, he doesn't have a yeah, it's unclear I-, I did the math on this at one point I can provide you with details later on if you would like, but it's interesting, the breakdown. Yeah. Oh, but also, wait, wait, something when <laughs> when he's typing on Instagram, his thumbs are too big to type, so he keeps pressing the wrong letters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite micro, micro tropes. Just like thumbs too big to use technology. Thumbs too like, large what? to use technology. I, I don't know what about it. It really presses it. all the right buttons for wow. me. No, it's definitely completely insane. Like this man would have to have like baseball gloves for hands. Yeah, because there's no way. Just, the there's no way that they would make technology not like usable by men. Basically. By burly men, yeah. Right. Like that's that no, would be like the, no, no, no. that would be like the. It is completely absurd. It is a completely absurd micro trope, but it really, it really like pushes all the right buttons for me. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Piper and Anna are exploring the town, and Brendan has sent this old man Abe over to like to like pad the bottom of the bunk so that Piper doesn't hit her head. And we find like, out yeah, they Abe, literally roll up at the bar, and yeah. like Abe is there. He's like, "Hi, ladies," and they're like, "Uh, yeah. hello." <laughs> Abe owns the hardware store, um, and he like he likes to like sit on the front porch, but he can't do it most of the time because he needs help up the stairs, and like his daughter can only come over like twice a week. So Piper's like, "Well, I'll just come over. I'll help you. Like, 
that'll be great. And Abe's like, oh, thank you, dear. And remember that Abe will be relevant. Um, yes. Troublemaker I didn't Abe. think he was going to be relevant. And Abe is also like, have you guys talked to Opal yet? And he's like yeah. visibly surprised when they say no. And Viper's like, all right, fine. I'll go fucking like visit Opal. And she knocks on Opal's door. And guess who Opal is? Yeah. I'll give you one guess. One guess. one guess. We'll give you two seconds. One, two. It's their goddamn grandmother their fucking grandmother it's, it's their Henry gr- Ross's mother I when I tell you that I wanted to punch a wall when I found this out I was like so not only has Maureen not told them anything about their dad but she has kept their literal grandmother and we know we know because earlier on in the book Piper's thinking about how she had like a relationship that wasn't super close but she had a relationship with Maureen's parents yeah. she knew Maureen's parents yeah but they don't. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah. This poor old lady has been sitting in her apartment. And I mean, like, we find out that, like, Opal's like, yeah, like, Maureen wanted to leave. And, like, I disagreed with that. And, like, we got in a fight. But, like, still. No, and it's interesting. You guys are adults. Washington is one of the states, maybe the only state, where, like, if you're a someone, like, an adult in a child's life who's not their parent, but, like, you want to have visitation rights with them, like, even if you're not their other parent, you can, like, sue to, like, try to get that and, like, say that it's the best interests. Yeah. But they left Washington. So I don't know. I am still don't know how I feel about that. But, I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's, like, legally enforceable or not. Like, Maureen's, like, shitty for not even mentioning, like – They didn't know that she existed. Right. They didn't know that she existed. Right. Like, this is 10 years now past them turning 18 that, like, even if Maureen for some reason didn't want to, like, have – like, you know, it's – It's – again, it's been a quarter of a century. Right. This poor old lady has been sitting alone and isolating herself for a quarter of a century. She's literally been, like, a hermit. Like, she doesn't go out. She thought – she only let Buzz Piper up because she thought she was her hairdresser who, like, makes house calls for her. Right. Yeah. So – but, yeah, they, like, bond a little bit and Piper's, like – And just oh, – wait. Sorry. Sorry. I just need to talk about Maureen again. Just the fact that Maureen didn't even mention – the grandmother, when they were literally moving to the t- the small town that oh, she lived yeah. in, she wasn't even like, "Hey, by the way, you have a grandmother." And and they confront, they ask Marina about it later, and she's like, "Oh, well, I I was sort of like embarrassed, like I didn't Your want to like look you in the you. eyes." Exactly. So like, Maureen is just she's you know she's up until terrible. this point, Renee, I think Renee from Twilight really took the cake for like worst parent, but like I think Maureen is going to give her a run is giving her a run for her money. No, they're not parentified at least. <laughs> like they're Yeah, no. They're infantilized like which yeah. one's worse? <laughs> right. Oh, anyway, Piper gives Marina Fohawk. I mean, uh, Piper gives Opal a Fohawk for some reason. What the fuck is that? It sounds like a hate crime, but like uh, whatever. <laughs> I think it's she mostly I think it. she just like the I think it's like shaved on the like short on the sides and then just like longer on the top. Oh. Like, I don't think oh, it's like. Oh, okay. I was picturing a mohawk, but like fake somehow. And I was no. like, Why? Well, a fog is usually just like a short. A, mo- a mo- fohawk is like a mohawk, like turned on the side and like weird, kind of. Fo- a fohawk is a mohawk, but without all the hair gel keeping it up straight. <laughs> oh my God. I was. Wait. <laughs> what is business in the front? Party a in the mullet. Back. Oh, a no. mullet. <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a mullet. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. I take it back. Anyway, Opal shows her pictures about of Henry and like tells her about Henry. Yeah. And I feel like there's some kind of this is I don't know this is the place to mention it, but I just feel like there's some kind of parallel that could be made of like the mom Maureen being a widow and leaving Westport and like her parents leaving Westport and like Brendan's also a widower. 
but like he stays in Westport, but his parents leave. Like, I don't know. It's just well, yeah. I, I guess it's more like well, there. like both of them are described as like um like Henry Cross was Westport. Like that's why going mm-hmm. there. And like Brendan is also at one point like Brendan was Westport. But then by the end, Brendan's like, no, like Piper's Westport. So it's like that that transition. I don't yeah. know what that means. I don't if I have if I had some thought I don't have time for literary analysis of that I didn't give it enough thought Piper's Westport too at the very end he has a thought during my favorite part sometime during my favorite part he's like because she's like you know been making friends and like ingratiating yeah. herself into the community he's like no Piper's Westport he has a thought that definitely that's okay, okay, something okay. that he thinks Whatever. so he's currently on the boat thinking about like worrying about Piper's well-being worrying that she's not like ordering the right things off the menus um and piper and hannah like start digging into the bar and they discover this like they discover like behind this like faux wall or something behind the bar a bunch of pictures of henry including some of him like laughing and that's the piper's like oh wow like i recognize this person as like an important person or whatever well she's like she because the only thing she's ever really remembered about him is his laugh um and this is when they come up with a scheme to like remake the bar and like spruce it up and make it look nice and like invite daniel their stepdad to come see it in the hopes that he will let them leave early um even though like the idea of three months being like i mean i guess it is a long time and like real people time but like for me right now i'm like three months is like i don't know like i feel like i'm in like an opium haze like <laughs> it just like goes by oh and i'm blank like it's like moving so quickly like, i know that's not supposed to happen until you're like older because you know we talked about like proportionally like time right. moves slower as a kid yeah. because it's like a bigger portion of your life yeah. but like i'm only 25 and i'm already like a year like what like it's been because a year it's, since it's, this happened. It's all like the same yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. it's just blending together but no if someone offered me a like debit card and was like and a place right. to stay in like a a coastal town in washington i would be like yes absolutely i would 100 i would nice weather yeah but i'm like that sounds ideal frankly (laughs) sounds like a dream it's like their normal life though but like in la you know she could probably have done that at any point if she wanted to like just gone on vacation or whatever so they decided to do that and now it's time so brendan's back and it's time for the big desiree party (laughs) slash like sad (sighs) memorial and brendan's like and fox keeps giving him like lectures he's like you need to move on yeah, he's like, you know, I know you're doing this for like, – you, you think it's about loyalty to Mick and his wife, Delaray, but like they're just dragging you back in and like you need to – yeah, like you've done enough. Desiree would want you to move on. Yeah. They're all at the memorial. Like, you know, I picture there being a nice sheet cake, honestly. Like I, I don't oh, know Oh, with a picture and, of Desiree's Yes. <laughs> and also somehow it's like British flag theme for some reason. That's what I'm picturing. I don't know why. Oh, well, that's because do with the Nashville good Airport. sheet cake yeah. that you ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like a big cake. And in Walton's Piper with a tray of shots. And she's like, hey, let's get this party started. And like a sparkly like, dress too. Like she once yeah, again has course. a sparkly like dress. Part, yeah, it's a given. She's like, why is nobody dancing? Why are the long faces? And everyone yeah. is like. And then she sees the picture. Justin, I I would like to give you a note in case I die young. If you host – if I die young and you host an annual annual memorial for me and you use my senior year high school photo as the, like, photo that you display of me, I will haunt you. I will come back from the grave and I will fucking haunt you. It's unclear how old Brendan is or how old they were when I they got Brendan's married. I think Brendan's only like in his maybe 30. I think he's probably like 30. So like how old were they when they got married? 
I think they were young. That's a thing. Or when she died. Because well, neither of them would have been college. At, it still would have been like after high school. After. But still, like you didn't have any yeah. other pit. Like, well, maybe it's Rachel. Nice. Maybe Rachel. Rachel. Some it doesn't matter play. if it's good. I'm. I don't want to be remembered by my high school. Like even if I died at twenty, I don't want to be remembered Fair by enough. my senior year portrait. Fair enough. I will haunt you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'll find. Maybe a Desiree way. liked hers. You know. I know, but like, well, maybe they just don't have a lot of pictures because her phone was lost at sea with her or something. I don't know. <laughs> we no. know Brendan wasn't taking pictures. Anyway, no. Uh, neighbors freaking out, and Brendan's instinct is to immediately run after her because he feels so bad that she feels bad and guilty. And he like catches <laughs> up with her, like she <laughs> runs towards the dock. He's running off her, and he's like, "You can't outrun me in those heels." Oh my god! And she stops, and she's like hugging herself, like I don't know, for like warmth or <gasps> And he's like, "Well, if she's hugging herself, that means that I." could probably hug her too but then he's like oh my gosh her skin is so soft like what if i scratch her with my calluses what if i scratch her <laughs> like i don't know what to do with a woman crying but maybe this he's yeah so, he's so awkward he really is the beast this really is beauty of the beast yeah like, they stand there and he's like oh my god i really want to kiss her but like this is the one night like a, a year i definitely can't like I, I just can't well he's also like i can't i can't try to start something with her while I'm still wearing my wedding ring. Yeah. Like I have to like fully put that behind me before I like try to do anything. They're they're having – they have a whole conversation. They sit on like a bench by the water and they have a whole like heart to heart Mm -hmm. or whatever. But she – at one point she like – she's like, oh my god, I'm like so done. Like I'm such an airhead. Like I can't believe. And he like – it's like – it's like fucking thunder like suddenly rumbles and like rolls in from the sky and he's like who told you that who told you you were an airhead and he's like ready he's ready to like grab a fish from the ocean with his bare hands and like slap someone around with it like this is like he he's like no but he's like and i love this is a continuing theme he is genuinely furious like top tier furious every time piper like disparages disparages herself or calls herself names he's like mm-hmm. you he's like listen no i love you so you're not and obviously i have the best taste that's why i like all the best dishes so you're <laughs> insulting me by insult like he's like don't you fucking dare insult yourself yeah. Uh-huh. And so after this little hard heart, he like takes her home and he's like, Oh, why the fuck didn't I bring my jacket so that she could wear it and then I could get it back tomorrow and I could smell it? Oh, like <laughs> missed opportunity. God damn. Yeah. Foolish. Foolish. Stupid. 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 <laughs> he's also like he asked her about the Instagram because he he does he's like like the Instagram comes up and she's like, Oh, I saw that you followed me. And he was like, Oh my God, like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God, then yeah. he asks, he's like, Are you the girl in the pic the pictures or like the girl next to me? And she's like, Why can't I be both? Porque no los dos. She's like, I like all those fancy things. Does that make me a bad person? And he's like, once again, like, No, you're perfect. You can be whatever you want. <laughs> and the next day they're Hannah and Piper at the bar and Brennan rolls up with a coffee Wait, and pastry bag. What? No, before this he takes he goes home, he takes oh, off yeah. his ring. He very purposely and I do I do like that, that the book is like very purposeful about Brendan like consciously being like I'm ready now. Ready no. to go. Because I think that's a that's a lot of like that's like a thing. I feel like with a lot of like widow widower romances, and I think it's a lot of the reason that sometimes people like don't like them that much is because like part of the narrative tension is like almost always like 
either my first marriage was like horrible and abusive or like I'm still in love with my spouse. And this mm-hmm. book is very much like and like that usually lasts to the end. And Brendan's like, no, I'm putting that behind me. And it's mm-hmm. like not part of the conflict. Yeah. Just for that little like run around in the beginning. Okay. So um, I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap up today leave you all in suspense now that brendan has taken off his wedding ring and you know let's see how fast he puts it on again for piper you know what that's that's the (laughs) hanger we're leaving you on here uh and the catscale will be coming next week where can they find us allison you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at We Read It One Night, on Twitter at We Read It Podcast. And you can email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. And in fact, we literally, as we were recording this outro, <laughs> got an email for book recommendations. So that could be you, including it happened one summer. Yes, yes. In fact, yes. the person asked, so you lucky listener, you manifested it yeah. here. Part one, and next week will be part two. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed.